everything is Jen, Jen, Jen. So like, I knew exactly who she was. So I was like, yeah, I can't wait to meet her. And then I met her and like, oh my God, what did I just say? And we have to sit next to each other. This is after she totally ignored me. It would be called ghosting now, but it was so long ago then that we didn't know that term existed. Hey everyone, welcome back to Milwaukee Uncut. This is the first episode of Two with ESPN College Game Days. Jen Latta and WISN Sports Director Dario Melendez, both Emmy winners. They are a power couple in the media industry here in Milwaukee. This is a fun one where we cover the hilarious story of how they met and how their relationship started, how it's evolved, how they maintain a healthy marriage with three kids and two very demanding jobs in media and we go into their family life. And we've also got another one coming where we go into the evolving sports media landscape, what it's like to work for ESPN, and we talk some Wisconsin sports. So make sure to subscribe if you have not already. Speaking of, if you do subscribe and write a review and leave your Instagram handle or email at the end of that review on Apple or Spotify, you will be entered into our weekly giveaway. Also, just a reminder that this podcast is produced at Storymark Studios right in the heart of Walker's Point in partnership with On Milwaukee and brought to you by Nicolay Loth, the Midwest's law firm, insurance companies, Fear the Beard and Central Standard Distillery, home of my favorite vodka, their Door County Cherry Vodka and plenty of other great spirits. Also, if you're listening to this in March, I believe their new candled fashions that they collaborated on with Line and Kugels are in stores. So make sure to check those out. On that note, let's dive in to today's episode with Jen and Dario. Jen Ladder, reporter for ESPN, including College Game Day, two-time Sports Emmy Award winner, co-host of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on ESPN Radio, Milwaukee, 7 to 9 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday. Former Marquette cheerleader has completed six marathons, according to the internet. Is it more than that? No, I think it's uh, maybe it's seven when we did the at-home one. Oh, yeah, the New York City virtual marathon horrible six marathons and one virtual and i've heard is the best driver in the city of milwaukee Such a good driver. have you seen the latta school of driving somebody thinks i'm good at driving we'll get a plug in for that no later one, no one thinks you're good at driving also we've got dario melendez her significant other wisn 12 sports director emmy winning journalist formerly had espn had some time on sports center he is a Guinness World Record holder, a two-time celebrity cream puff eating champion, and a former elite athlete who once hauled in 12 receptions for 107 yards, including a 16-yard bomb for Sacred Heart University Pioneers in 2007. Dario Melendez, welcome both of you to the show. Why are you those, laughing? Those were tight. Was that for a game or a season? <laughs> that was, I think, my senior year. Because I had broken my ankle the previous year against Army. So I didn't play much <laughs> after that. Triple digits. Triple digits. Man, I remember that that 16-yard bomb, too. That was against Central Connecticut. <laughs> that was against Central Connecticut State. Did you move the chains? Oh, yeah, for sure. Did, I you, did, you, I, give, did I, you give one of these? I juked out so many people. Um, <laughs> in route to my coach was like, where, where was this? And uh, so I had like all my yards in that one game. And then the following week was our homecoming, and I had three massive catches downfield, including a touchdown, that were all called back because of offensive. To holding. be fair, that was the COVID year, so they only played six games. <laughs> I wish it was the COVID. <laughs> how many? I don't. I don't know about that. Those yeah. numbers aren't really math, adding up. Math, how math, how, how many Division One receptions up. did you guys have? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Let's made red flag football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, is, which is pretty much the same level. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what, what was the world record for? Uh, most donut stack blindfolded in one minute. And it was eight. So... Is that, There's is a that, world is record. That, is that why you fell in love with it? <laughs> oh, was, it was it the oh. state, Sacred Heart stat line? Was it the donut eating record? I mean, this is a this is a talent we have right here. I fell in love with Dario because he's very handsome. <laughs> you see the role reversal that? she's trying to do? Because it's usually like, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're so handsome. <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> That's exactly no, what that um, was. To, to be honest, um, I, I loved that we had very similar interests, right? We were both into sports. I met him at Lambeau Field. Um, he was new to Milwaukee, like, I guess like 15, 14 years ago now. I was at Fox 6 and he was at WISN 12. And when we met, admittedly, he was like very overwhelmed with the yeah. day. Um, it was his first game at Lambeau Field. He was covering the Packers. I'd been doing it for, I think, like five years at that point. Um, and I just said hello. You know, like, I actually remember telling one of the other uh, women sports reporters in the press box, the new guy at Channel 12 might be good looking. Like, I don't know. It's just a picture, but he might be cute. You know, like, kind of like new blood type of <laughs> type yeah. of thing on the scene. Um, and then we met in the Lambeau Field um, press room. And kind of um, exchanged hellos. There was no exchange of hellos. It was my jaw hit the floor and I didn't know what to say. He said, I know who you are. <laughs> like I'm walking. So it was the Packers 49ers game 2010, I should say, when they wore those weird jerseys, the throwbacks, and Donald Driver had that crazy catch down the sideline. Uh, my first ever Packer game, they sent me up there with like no one. So I had no idea what I was doing. I just had found out where the press room was. So I'm walking in. She's walking out. We almost run into each other. She goes, oh, hi, you're the new guy. I'm Jen Latta. She goes, and I'm like, oh, I know who you are. I'm like, crickets. And she goes, cool. <laughs> I just walked out. I'm like, I know who you are. Me so stupid. Who says that? Like, Because again, so as soon as I got into town, everywhere I went, I went to Joey Bona's when it was around. Oh, Jen used to work here. I go to the Knickerbocker. Oh, Jen used to work here. Like everything is Jen, Jen, Jen. So like I knew exactly who she was. And obviously she was a, a, a bombshell, a smoke show. So I was like, yeah, I can't wait to meet her. And then I met her and like, oh my God, what did I just say? That was the worst. So how did he recover from that? Was it just his, his good looks over there? That, I that, would that, argue. That, that smoothness slide? Or he how, never how did. did. Um, no, yeah, he uh, really ended well. He sent me an email and we joke about it now, but it, it, he like cranked out this email and was like, thanks so much. And, and I... All I could notice was that it was full of typos. I can't spell. Just like word. I was like, what is this I, word? Like, I don't even know what this dude's trying to say. <laughs> um, so I wrote back an email. I was like, hey, no sweat. Like, um, you know, overwhelming first day. I get it. You know, I'm people make first impression opinions about me all the time. And, you know, you can't worry about it. So, um, you know, we'll see you around was basically it. And then he shot his shot. <laughs> and it was an air ball. He shot his shot and was like, yeah, we should get coffee or something sometime. You know, and, give me the lay of the land. Yeah. And I was um, going a through friendly a friendly offer. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was going through a divorce. So I was not in the space where I was interested in dating. It was like, you know, happy to make your acquaintance type of thing, but not really interested in getting into a relationship. So I didn't respond to that. You know, I just didn't want to like get things, you know, just mess things up. And like, I was very conscious of, um, that people knew that I was separated from my ex-husband at the time. And, um, you know, we had a young son. Our son uh, now is 15. So I was just very conscious of, like, 
don't be that person that like publicly jumps into a relationship or is out there on the scene dating. I just felt like tongues would wag and it would be fodder for gossip and just didn't want to really be in that space. So then the football gods put us right next to each other for the entire Packers playoff run. So she doesn't respond oh, to me. Oh, is this the Super Bowl run? Yeah, so this is 2010, yeah. 2011. They go to Philly, they go to Atlanta, they go to Chicago, and we have to sit next to each other. This is after she totally ignored me, totally blew me off. It would be called ghosting now, but yeah, it, it was so long to ago then totally that we didn't know that term existed. <laughs> yeah. So we're in Atlanta, and I'm just minding my own business, having a pizza. I was still hungry. I want another pizza. She leans over like, how many of those are you going to eat? <laughs> like... It's like, excuse me, now you want to talk to me? Now you want to talk? Miss Judgy over here? I was very impressed with the appetite and the ability to house these pizzas. So, like. so then we get to Chicago, and they have all these candy bars just sitting there. I'm like, I like candy bars. So I have a couple candy bars. So this is the impression I'm getting of Dario, right? Loves football and food. Which is not that far off from like... <laughs> that is very if true. If he had a Tinder profile, it should say, <laughs> loves football and food. And yes. nothing would be spelled correctly. And nothing That's would true. be spelled, yeah. Food would be like F-U-D. <laughs> the food. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we ran into each other again at a, um, a friend's party. And we kind of started talking again. And then... I said, hey, why don't you give me your number so we could actually, you know, communicate this time? She goes, no, you give me your number and I'll text you. So then two weeks goes by and still nothing. And so I send her another email. I'm like, yeah, glad I didn't hold my breath. And then she's like, fine, we'll go on a date. We went to Roostico, which is now Honey Ginger, I want to say. Mm, ginger something. It's a place in the third ward. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so it used to be an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Um, and then from because I knew he loved pizza. Yeah, <laughs> can't go wrong. Let's just say I swept her off her feet, and Some from there, for dessert there at Rooster. He was literally a half hour late. <laughs> I wasn't a half hour late. She forgot that at Channel Twelve we went from a half hour ten to an hour long ten that week. So I'm like, hey, I'll meet you after my show. You can't forget information you don't know. Okay, that's what I would argue. Like, I didn't forget. I never, I didn't know that yeah. you guys had a longer show than us. I'm not paying attention to what we, you're doing. We can let the audience know that Dario actually showed up at like 40 minutes early to this recording today, which well, is a reputation for being late. I, I mean, you got the time wrong, but still you were early. So, <laughs> Look, um, she scared me so bad that I'm early for everything. She thought I was 45 minutes late, so now I show up 45 minutes early exactly. for everything. Exactly. This is from our very first date. These are residuals. I was, I was in sweatpants. No one was here. The studio wasn't set up. I was just he like, opens oh, up and goes, fuck, this is hey, not really happening right we're, now. We're, we're taping at 10. Like, oh, my bad. Which, by the way, it's on our calendar twice. It literally is. It's on it two times. 10 and 10. Who looks at the calendar? He calls me. He's like, hey, are you on your way? I look at the clock. I'm like, it's 9.15. No. Then I'm texting all my employees, can you guys get down here? <laughs> early. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interject. So you went on a first date with Roost Cook at Roost Cook because Dario loves pizza. And it, it must have went, went well. It went well because now 12 years later? I think like 14, right? I mean, you said 2011, so. Oh. So 14 years later? I, I don't uh, know what, here, what it would be. Thirteen are. years? I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I was told there'd be and no you math. Got two kids together? Yes. Yes. I mean, look, I always and you got I the other other son. I, I consider Chase my son. I mean, yeah. I've been in his life since he was one, like just over one. Uh, he's. I mean, it's cool to see how he's developed into such a a great kid. 
Um, and then we got our two little munchkins who are just, they're six and four going on 26 and 24. And they just couldn't be any, in my opinion, any more different personality wise. I mean, one is very um, adventurous and outgoing and the other one's extremely funny and artsy. Um, dramatic. But, but also extremely like dramatic. She's very dramatic. And she gets Everything that from her is, mother. Is a big deal. Here's what I will say. Like, we've been together for 13 years, um, but it has not always been easy. Like, and I think that anybody who's married and who's been in a long-term committed relationship would tell you it takes work. And you have to be committed to keep coming back together when life and schedules and conflict wants to pull you apart. And I'm really proud of us for continuing to put in that work and continuing to find new ways to reconnect. Um, you know, I don't want to sit here and act like it's a Disney fairy tale. One of the things I know about Dario maybe would go on that Tinder profile is football, food, and Disney World. He loves Disney. But I think you came into our relationship kind of hoping that it would be you know, like all of the Disney mm -hmm. movies. And, and it just wasn't, you know, there was complications from a lot of different things. So I, I you know, I always want to be super authentic about like what we've been through mm -hmm. and, and we did long distance for a while, right? He was in Connecticut and I was in Chicago and then he was in Milwaukee when he was working with the Brewers and I was back in Connecticut with the kids and he would come back like every, every 10 weeks. days. Yeah. And I mean, that puts a strain on a relationship and a marriage and a family. And so I'm just really proud of how we continue to work at being committed to one another and being committed to our family. Re recording this on Valentine's, do you have any advice for other couples? Because I know you you both have been through a lot doing my homework and always you've be kept willing. It always be willing to come back to the table. Um, that's one of the things that. And again, I go to a therapist. I know Jen does as well. We call them our mental coaches because if we're going to work out your body, you should work out your mind as well. Um, you're not always going to be 100% engaged, focused, um, in a right frame of mind when you're in an argument, when you guys are just in life. So if you're not at 100%, let's say, you know, I got 60% today, your significant other, myself or Jen, like we just look at, I'll, I'll help you fill the other 40%. Like I will step my game up today because I understand that when I'm down, you're going to step up for me. I think that's kind of one of the things that we try to live our lives by. Does it work all the time? No. I mean, do I get under her skin? Without a doubt. Does she get under my skin? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, we also know that our, we love each other very much. And we have a really good family uh, dynamic. And um, it, it's just really about meeting each other when you're at... You're not 100%. And look, we both exist in very competitive fields, mm -hmm. right? Like you could argue it's the same field, even though we're in different places in our career. But so you're kind of trained to exist in this space as a hard-nosed competitor and want to always come out on top, right? It's a big reason mm -hmm. why I've had a lot of success in my career because nobody's going to outwork me. Nobody's going to be better than me. Nobody's going to, you know, win at whatever we're doing. But in a relationship, if I'm trying to win versus Dario, then we both lose. So it's having the mindset of we're on the same team. We may be seeing things differently right now, but how can we work together to achieve the goal, which is the resolution or to solve the problem or whatever's in front of us? And I think we've gotten a lot better at that as our relationship has gone on. But the first step was realizing it's not Dario versus Jen and I need my viewpoint to win. It's no, how can we come to some sort of compromise 
Or maybe sometimes not a compromise. Maybe he literally has the best solution for the conflict that we are currently in. And then I need to swallow my pride and say, you're right. That's how we need to handle it and go with that because we're on the same team. And that's a really important mindset for anybody who's in a committed relationship. And that's hard, right? I mean, because we're all raised certain ways. I know she came from a very competitive household. I came from a very competitive household. Um, and if I win, which is what I always want to do, right? You always want to win. That means she loses. And if she loses, then we both lose. Like we both have to win in this relationship. Um, and that was a really, I, I think, the biggest step for us to kind of overcome um, as our relationship evolved because we both just want to win all the time. I mean, look at what we, where I said we started. He was at Channel 12. I was at Fox 6. We were literal rivals. We were uh, literal competitors, not in the ratings. right? I mean, the ratings kind of spoke themselves. Or to be perfectly honest, not in the paycheck either. Homie was making twice <laughs> yeah. what I was making, which is another conversation oh, for another podcast. Go. Let's not open that can of worms, please. <laughs> Hopefully you're doing all right now. Oh, yeah. She's, oh, she's, believe she's me. Like I think okay she's now. okay. I think, I think you might have came out on top in the end. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what's the character? Oliver? <laughs> like, more please, honey. <laughs> For that college game day, money's okay. That's exactly. It's working out just fine now. <laughs> Biggest pet peeve of one another, other than the Genovata school of driving. Potentially. <laughs> I'm not. My wife is amazing. She's perfect. And this is a trap. So I'm not answering that question. Jen, anything, anything on Dario you'd like to, you'd like to air, think, air out so right now? I think my biggest pet peeve is probably that when given an opportunity to talk about how amazing his wife is, he goes into robot mode where he's like, I'm a battered husband. I can't say anything nice about her without acting like she's making me. That would probably be it. So what happened well, today? This will be an interesting next question. Uh, my wife, have I told you how amazing she is? Like, she's a strong, independent woman. She's a great mother of of three beautiful kids four four <laughs> She's to, max is i understand you love max or dog. He, did, he doesn't eat like a five-year-old you <laughs> she's successful she's smart um it's a little less a little less significant when it's prompted but what, sure what else would you like me to say <laughs> kidding i'm kidding I'm Jen, what do you what do you I was going to say the final question on Valentine's Day I was going to ask both of you what you admire most about one another and Dario just rattled off about four very no, very I'll, kind things right there. What I on no, all joking aside what I love most about Jen is her willingness and want to adapt to life where she's not um she doesn't want to settle on the version she is today. She wants to continue getting better and better and that's at being a mother, being a wife, being a, a college game day reporter. Like, I love that she wants to continue getting better and better every day at her craft, uh, at her just being a, a person. And that's inspiring because it makes me want to be better. Um, so, I mean, that's really, you know, that's really all you could ask for for your partner. Thanks. Um, that I mean, he's right. That's basically how I operate. I How can tomorrow be better than today? And I also give myself grace. And I give Dario grace. Like I try to recognize um, one of the things I've done as I've gotten older is give people the benefit of the doubt, right? When I was younger, it was always like, oh, that person did this and they must mean this. And it was like, or here's a thought, all these other possibilities to why somebody behaved or acted the way they did. So that's been really freeing for me to not internalize everything, to not take everything personally, to not assume that someone's behavior has anything to do with me or how I've been perceived by them. Um, what I admire most about Dario is he 
is consistently um, seeking growth and he's getting better at every, all of these things. Um, you know, being a dad did not come naturally to Dario, um, you know, without telling too much of your background. Yeah, he, I didn't grow up with a father. He didn't have yeah. a dad. So like, you know, for a lot of people, they emulate what they saw from their own father, but he was going into it blind. And so again, giving him the grace and the patience of this is like anything else. You wanted to learn about Robin Yount. You read a book. You wanted to learn about the Islanders. You read a book. You want to learn about being a parent. You read a book. You talk to people who are parents. You gather that information and you figure out how to do something. And that's probably been the thing in our life, life together I've been most proud of is his willingness to say, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to go find out. And I think that everybody could take a lesson from that. Like not knowing something is not an indictment of you as a person not finding out or not going and seeking the answers, that is being content to just sit in the unknown and sit in the, I don't know, because that means you don't care. And Dario cares tremendously about his family, about his job, about all of those things. And that's why, um, you know, I've chosen to have a life with him. Thank you to Jen and Dario for coming on and to you for tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. We've got another episode with Jen and Dario coming and if you do subscribe, make sure to write a review on Apple or Spotify and leave your email or Instagram handle at the end of that review so we can get in touch. You'll be entered into our weekly giveaway. Also, this podcast is produced in the heart of Walker's Point by Storymark Studios in partnership with On Milwaukee and presented by Nicolay Law and Central Standard Distillery.